Every Friday, courtesy of our friends at the DQs in Palisades, Nemeo, Newcastle, Westmount, Baseline Road, that's the DQs of Northwest Edmonton and Sherwood Park, we give you a chance to, to take over the microphone, so to speak, to fill our inbox by bringing the heat and giving us your hot takes. This is your chance once a week to fire up the flamethrower. And this, on the heels of his January visit to Calgary and Edmonton. That was, of course, January 24th, Tucker Carlson, an all-Tucker edition of the Flamethrower. Ronnie writes in and he says, Jess, well, I heard the things that you said recapping the Tucker Carlson event here in Edmonton, and I'm horrified and disappointed. Nothing about his event sounds thoughtful. It sounds like a, light, a night of nonsense and grievance. I don't believe that the event should have been cancelled. I mean, we've seen that that just plays into these types of people's hands. I'm not stupid. I know that the whole point of a lot of what he said is meant to stir these feelings in people like me, says Ronnie. I'm glad you attended so that I didn't have to. If I spent money on tickets to something like that, I could see myself rolling my eyes, letting out exasperated sighs all night long, and feeling hollow and unfulfilled at the end. I'm disappointed that he still has an audience, but I guess to each their own. That from Ronnie. This one from Thomas, who says, Jess, I'm a dedicated fan of your show, and I appreciate insightful discussions and the perspectives you bring. But I respectfully find myself in disagreement with some aspects of your postmortem regarding Tucker Carlson's event. Uh, Tucker Carlson, in my mind, says Thomas, is not a gifted public speaker, and his popularity appears to stem from what I think are false statements, racist, and misogynistic views. And it's disheartening to witness individuals gaining support and defense merely based on popularity, especially when their views may be considered to be harmful. I'm concerned about the prevalence of false claims and hatred on social media platforms, and it disappoints me when individuals gain attention solely for generating clicks. As advocates for being better human beings, it becomes critical to hold political leaders like Danielle Smith accountable for their associations and the platforms they provide. While I understand and appreciate the emphasis on free speech and personal autonomy, I believe that associating with individuals who propagate ignorant views and exhibit clickbait personalities raises ethical questions. Leaders, including Alberta's Premier, should transcend their past roles as a opinionated talk show hosts and aspire to be leaders for all Albertans, not just their base. Thomas says, I understand and value the discussions that your show fosters, and I get that opinions may differ, and I hope that your show will continue to engage in thoughtful conversations that contribute to a better understanding of complex issues. That was very well written, Thomas. I appreciate that. How about this one from Gerald, who says, I get that for some people, we're always going to struggle with new Canadians joining our society. And I understand that people get concerned, but the silent part that nobody's saying is that we're concerned about non-Christian or non-white people. Truthfully, folks like Tucker Carlson or even everyday Canadians that may say they're not racist per se wouldn't bat an eye at folks from Scandinavia moving here. They would never worry about them being used to earn votes, yet those Scandinavians likely come from countries with significantly higher taxes, more social welfare, and thus likely support policies that somebody like Pierre or Tucker would call socialist. So when this rhetoric of immigrants being brought in for votes to change the country comes up, it's rooted in racism. Regardless of 
whether or not people are aware of it. It's like saying these new immigrants can be tricked and manipulated or led to vote a certain way or saying that they don't hold our values inherently. And it's insane. Gerald says, while the current claims coming from the right, the far left is far from innocent. We saw, you know, numerous sort of go back to where you came from during the parental rights argument or the Muslims are being tricked argument. This has all happened as well. Now, I do believe regardless of heritage, it is possible to garner support or fear in a community of recent immigrants because they may have a limited understanding of our schools or our politics or whatever. But the answer can't be to fear or manipulate or assume gullibility. It's to have open dialogue says Gerald. Canada may have an actual issue with immigration numbers, especially with those schools in Ontario that seem to be some sort of weird immigration scheme, but those issues are not to screw votes or change our world to a woke culture. <laughs> from Gerald. And how about this one? We wanted to wrap on this on purpose from Saul, not his real name. Saul asked to remain anonymous, says, this is my take on Tucker Carlson from the perspective of a trans man. Says Jespo, I'm an avid listener of Real Talk. I appreciate what you provide. I believe you do your best to present both sides of the story. I appreciate the variety of voices you host on your show. I believe it's very important to encourage debate and discussion. I believe in free speech, and I do not agree with those who are trying to ban Tucker Carlson from entering Canada and then shut down the event. I also think it's awesome that you went to the event, and honestly, I wish I would have gone as well. I was very much looking forward to your analysis of the event on Real Talk. Now, there's many things that Tucker Carlson and his entourage of crazy spout that are just plain nuts and obviously for entertainment. And I get this and I expect this. And I also know that he's a man who is comfortable using my existence and the existence of many other trans people as a tool to rile up a crowd. Part of me is terrified hearing you say that Tucker has said on stage that he has never met a trans person who is happy after undergoing, quote, genital mutilation and that this elicited cheers from the audience the audience made up of my fellow citizens the people who live in the same city in the same province as i do the people who go to work every day maybe some of them the same as me working blue collar jobs the ordinary people who hold open doors for others and who are striving to be good people like most of us are this scares me says saul and i have to tell you ryan that i'm disappointed that you brushed this off as just the most crazy thing he said. I've listened to you long enough that I have no doubt about your heart, and I consider you an ally for the LGBTQ2S plus community, and I just ask you to consider how hearing something like that feels to someone like me, a trans man who is stealth at work and only has a few close friends that even know I'm trans. Now, maybe I should not expect anyone to be shocked that Tucker said such things. I mean, I'm sure that Jordan Peterson also had some ridiculous things to say about trans issues, and maybe I shouldn't be surprised that so many of my fellow citizens also feel this same way. But maybe I should not feel hurt, huh? That my premier was present at the event where the things were said. I mean, I imagine he didn't say them when she was on stage where she would have confronted them if she did, question mark, question mark. Is silence the same as agreeing, question mark, question mark. If Tucker had said something about immigrants making the country dirty at his event, would it have been a bigger deal than the trans stuff? Would anyone expect the premier to disagree with him? I mean, I guess as long as he didn't say anything crazy while she was on the stage, it's okay, right? But correct me if I'm wrong. She was there the entire time. Did he say this crap before or after she was on stage with him? Does it matter? I mean, for the record, they were never on stage together. She was first, then him, but still. 
Saul says, I'm rambling now, guys. No, you're not, Saul. This is a great email. Says, I just wanted to reach out and tell you how I felt. I think that Real Talk's awesome, and I love what you guys are doing, and keep up the good work. I want to share the perspective of a trans man on Tucker Carlson and his shit show. And by the way, I do agree. He's smart as hell, and he is very talented. He gives the people what they want. I'm sad that so many of the people in my province and city want what he delivers. And also, if Tucker's interested, he could meet me. And then he could no longer say that he's never met a trans person who is truly happy after transitioning. The funniest thing, he could meet me and he would have no idea I'm trans. That from Saul. I love it. One of the best emails we've ever received. You can send us an email anytime. Fire up your flamethrower to talk at ryanjesperson.com. And when you visit a DQ in Palisades, Nemeo, Newcastle, Westmount, Baseline Road, you make sure you let them know Real Talk sent you. Have an amazing weekend, everybody. I'll see some of you at the Edmonton Chamber Ball on Saturday night, and we'll be back here again bright and early Monday morning.